Today on Locked On Rockies, the Denver Nuggets did it! Champions for the first time. When can we say the same, if ever, about the Colorado Rockies? You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Rockies fans, welcome to the Locked On Rockies podcast for today. 13th day of June, a glorious, wonderful, beautiful day for the city and state, Denver, champions again, well, technically the first time, but another championship for the city of Denver, another championship, one in ball arena, the Denver Nuggets are your NBA champions, an unbelievable run by an unbelievable team, they are the theme and the topic and the idea of today's episode of Locked On Rockies. We are your daily talk of Rockies baseball right here on the Locked On Podcast Network where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, you're in the right spot because that's what we do around here is talk about the Colorado Rockies each and every day. We thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. We also stream a ton of our episodes live on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel, where you can be part of the live chat, just like Joel DeGrace. You can be part of the show. Fire off your hot takes. Tell me what you want to know about the Colorado Rockies. We'll break it down together. That's what fans do. That's what we do. I am your Rockies fan extraordinaire, Paul Holden. Been following this team my entire life. Been bringing you your daily Rockies talk for three seasons now. And uh, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is where you need to go for last-minute tickets. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Today on the Locked on Rockies podcast, there's so much to take away from the Nuggets being incredible and awesome and doing something for the first time. And I think that they're relatable. I think for a long time, these two teams were kind of, you know, that an afterthought for more often than not. But they've also had moments of greatness. And moments of success. The Nuggets, obviously, with the Mellow and the Billups and and and, and AI back there. They had some uh, interesting, uh, you know, they had some some other pockets of success earlier on. And then they saw something. They saw foundation. They saw, and they got creative. Mind you, the Nuggets drafted the best player in all of basketball, arguably going to go down as he just had one of the greatest postseason performances ever. He's the first. How many things, how many stats, how many records is Nikola Jokic the first person to do so? He's incredible. And the Nuggets saw that. The Nuggets understood that. The Nuggets believed in that and built around it. They embraced the player. They embraced something different. They embraced their unique style. But it took time. Mind you, Nuggets were the longest, I, I believe, in, in NBA history are the, the team that it took the longest time since their existence to win a title. It took a lot of work to get here. 
But they saw a foundation and they've stuck with it. And it's now led to what's going to be an incredible stretch of Nuggets basketball. What's already been an incredible stretch of Nuggets basketball. The Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray era of Nuggets basketball is above and beyond the greatest era in Nuggets basketball history. Doesn't that sound a little familiar? Doesn't that sound like, uh, I don't know, a baseball team that was one win away, one win away from doing something that they have never done before in winning the division, which could have led to who knows what in the playoffs. Sure, the Rockies lost there, but look at the difference. The Nuggets recognized and saw the greatness on their team. And they committed to that greatness, even through doubt, even through trial, and even through tribulation. I mean, I, I think I, I mean, you know, I'm told you might have just messed up the sin right there. But teams aren't always going to commit. The Nuggets committed to Jamal Murray. They stuck with him through huge injury. They helped Nikola Jokic reach back-to-back MVP, first of his kind, first to do all of these things. They helped get him there. The Rockies had the potential to do this. The Rockies had the potential to embrace and open this up, but instead they went in a different direction. Mind you, maybe they, they deep down did think that that was the right way to handle it. But... There's something to be told when you commit to the plan, when you really actually fully buy in to where you're at and who you are as a team. I hope Dick Momfort watched that team win a game or an NBA Finals last night with an open mind and realize what could have been for the Rockies. In my personal opinion, and this is just take stuff sure, If the Rockies actually committed to building a competitive roster and spending money and spending a lot of money in the right ways and making necessary trades, even in during those times, this would be, we would be experiencing what the Nuggets would be experiencing. We would be experiencing the Rockies entering one of the greatest phases, if not the greatest phase of their existence. That Nuggets team, and I'm not as familiar with everything. I'm, you know, full full disclosure. I I am I am most I am most definitely a, a Nuggets fan and an Avs fan, but I don't pay attention nearly as much to the daily and the everything of basketball and hockey. But of course, I'm Colorado ride or die forever, and I and I I follow enough media and I see enough stuff and I stay enough involved. But I have to precipice with with this as I'm, you know, very much I would count, you know, a bandwagoner. But I'm also, you know, just my it's my It's my hometown team. Of course, I'm going to be pumped. The point is, this team had the potential to be great, the Rockies, because they were great. When you can go blow for blow with the Dodgers and you take them to game 163, when you take them to a tiebreaker, that team could have been great but instead something changed something was different whether it be from you know 
if the player's side or the front office side, everything changed and it didn't change for the better. Whereas the Nuggets have made the moves, have made the tough calls, traded away players, you know, certain key players, really did deep analysis on the players and the roster that they had in order to build upon this strong foundation. It was not, this Nuggets team took a long time to get to the championship and to get to this championship version, even with Murray and Jokic on the team. But they have so much potential. They have so much at the beginning. They're so young. That's the mindset. The Nuggets brought in the right veterans, traded for the right veterans, built around the superstar talent that they had. The Rockies didn't, and the question still remains, will the Rockies? The Rockies, if they want to be the Nuggets, if they want to be... If a champion, because they are in the shadow now. They are in the shadow. The championship shadow. Especially if the Nuggets get another one. And it's I'm not saying repeat, but in this time, if the Nuggets win another championship before the Rockies, but the Nuggets could win multiple championships before the Nuggets maybe even sniff or the Rockies sniff the playoffs. That is an astounding and disappointing thing to say. And I hope last night leads to a change in mindset and philosophy for the Rockies and Dick Momford. Will it? Probably not. But maybe because I think that shadow is going to loom large over the Rockies even if Coors Field is packed all summer. Want to talk about a cool moment from last night as well. Uh, something that I thought was a really cool thing to see and talk a little bit about the game last night as well as I just wanted to kind of get my little spiel about the Nuggets and the Rockies there. I, I, I just think they're two teams with a ton of similarities and one team, you can see the drastic differences and you can see the, res, the, the fruits of the labor of committing and building on a strong foundation on one. And you can see where another team is at uh, by not doing that and moving on from that foundation, that strong foundation. And let's hope then, you know, who knows? Maybe it, it, for hopefully building for a stronger one. Okay, let's uh, let's talk about cool, uh, cool moment from last night. Talk about the game from last night as well. Not the Nuggets championship win, but again, congratulations, Denver Nuggets. Your champions. Uh, let's talk more Rockies baseball here coming up in segment number two. Uh, we are brought to you today by Game Time, and Game Time's got you covered if you are in a situation where you need last-second tickets. You didn't think ahead and that big event's coming to town, or you know maybe you've been on the fence about if you want to see the show or not, or maybe you got that last-second uh, person to cover for you here on uh, a big night with something going on. Well, guess what? Game Time's got you covered with uh, deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guaranteed you don't have to stress over the tickets uh, because you're going to know where you're sitting and when you buy the tickets you when you look at tickets you're going to get a picture of where those seats are so you know exactly where you're going to have uh, your seats are at and know what you can expect when you get to the venue and it's all the sports action concerts comedy anything you can think of game time's got you covered tickets are sent directly to your phone you never have to dig through your email download the game time app create an account and use code locked on mlb for twenty dollars 
off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on MLB for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. Also on Sirius XM and the Sirius XM app, along with the play-by-play of the Colorado Rockies. Just search Rockies in the app or on Sirius XM, and you'll be taken to where you need to go. Locked On Rockies, of course, your home for uh, us as well. Free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, as well as live on the Locked On Rockies podcast on YouTube, where you can be part of the live chat. Fire off your hot Rockies takes and more. Tell me what you think about the team. And uh, I wanted to point out a cool moment from last night. Not only was it cool that the Rockies were able to hold on and win in a hard-fought ball game in a place that, uh, you know, can be difficult to play in. Fenway Park is a wacky ballpark, man. Just a weird place to play, I think. Uh, It's really cool, but it is, man, just an interesting uh, uh, architectural feat for uh, that uh, that ballpark. You know, as a as a as a team and a fan of a team that gets a lot of conversation about the ballpark and the wackiness of it. uh, Fenway Park ranks up there. I mean, just just hard line drives off the green monster just kind of crack me up. Like, (laughs) it's just just like, no one would put something up like that uh, in a modern day, but I'm glad it it has to exist because it adds a lot to the charm and same with signing your names and everything. It's always cool. Uh, I think it's always a big moment for players to go behind the the green monster. They talk about it all the time. I think that's a huge moment for, uh, for those young players to go. When you, I mean that, I mean that's baseball history. And when you care and you deeply appreciate the game, I mean it, it's probably a whole new world being able to step on a field with that much history. But uh, Daniel Bard, I think, was uh, had this one circled for a bit, and it just goes. I mean, there's more. Daniel Bard, I believe, was uh, has a, had a big profile on him. I can't remember in what outlet, but that's that's a big moment to just sit there and and reflect i think for him and 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 for you as a fan i mean that's the that was the ultimate challenge i mean daniel bard stepped up on the mound uh there after you know leaving that place at one point at one of his lowest mo- points in his career in probably life it's a hostile place to be uh you know not performing and things of that nature so for daniel bard to be able to return to fenway to be able to step up in a big situation in the game as well and navigate it without harm and 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 be successful and do his job had the had the walk but no damage done that's a big moment i mean that's a key moment for people that appreciate the work and the grind when you when you think about those type of things and when you think about getting yourself right and and, and even the things in your life that's a moment where where Daniel Bard at one point fell and instead rose up to the occasion did his job handled business and now even though the you know Red Sox in a different spot the Rockies of course where they're at that's a you know that's a major accomplishment for Daniel Bard personally I think that and and I think that might be a moment that you can point to and say, Bardo, like it's time, man. It's time for you to be the closer of the Rockies again. 
And, you know, maybe with this stuff and the walk issues and things of that nature, Daniel Bard, I don't think is going to be a trade candidate. I think the Rockies want to, you know, keep Daniel Bard and, and keep a, that him, him in their bullpen. Uh, that could totally change, of course. But I think now's the time. Maybe and on the flip, if you re, if Justin Lawrence is going to be the closer for the team, I don't really hate that either. If Daniel Bard's going to be your eighth inning guy, that's that's really that's fine. <laughs> I, you know, you, you're not going to be too upset with that. But hopefully, with the you know with Lawrence's splits and and, and the Rockies uh, having uh, a more confident and uh, you know more uh, back to what we are what we know him for Daniel Bard. It's a great two options to have at the out, uh, uh, outside of your pen, as long as the walks are limited. These, of course, the Rockies, we know how bad the walks, and especially those two can be, those two know, uh, you know, are certainly uh, guilty of uh, walks in big situations. But I just thought that was a really cool moment for Daniel Bard uh, and uh, a, a really cool moment for him. And I, I appreciate, I really do like these stories. I do like the human side of sports. I think when you get to get the human side of stuff, you just get a little bit more of an inside of the game. You get a little closer uh, attachment to the team and, and, and just feel like you kind of know uh, what's going on a little bit more. Obviously, we don't know much and we're fans and we shouldn't know a ton. But but it's it's when you get these glimpses and when you see these moments and you understand the stories, it's pretty cool. And I'm a sucker for storylines. I'm a sucker for cool stories. Uh, I'm, as, a, as a guy that just yabbers all the time, I don't think that's too surprising. So really cool moment for Daniel Bard and, and, and great uh, for the Rockies to to uh, steal a ball game late again. I mean, extra inning, back-to-back extra inning wins now for the Rockies. Um, and uh, actually, yeah, no, yeah, it was, it was still extra innings against uh, San Diego, wasn't it? Uh, making sure no no it was just a walk-off just a walk-off dog i forgot the the rain delay made it feel like it but back-to-back nine uh, uh strong performances uh for the rockies there uh in the final frames of games especially that's how you have to handle uh the extra inning situations you, you can't not score and then the uh the uh the extra insurance run, that second run is so crucial. And it and it came from smart heads up play, came from just putting the ball in play. It was uh it was good for the Rockies. It was uh, uh it was a nice solid win. And again, another situation where the Rockies uh coming alive late. That's always nice to see. You 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 you'd like to see them go getting going a little bit early, but uh James Paxton had uh, certainly had the number. The Rockies sir, uh, still continuing to strike out a bit. Another double-digit strikeout night for the Rockies as an offense. But uh, hey, now you're looking at a chance to win a, win a series. That uh, stealing that game, coming up big in the extra in extra innings, it, that that's important, and especially due to that on the road and in a, in a place that's uh, that's tough to play. And as uh, Lux Ace uh, pointed out, uh, Nolan Jones continues to have a bit that was that play he made robbing that home run was stellar exceptional exceptional play uh and and yeah i mean again this is the moment let's keep letting nolan jones do like do his thing every like we uh adrian says who do you like gone to the deadline I, i any any veteran on an expiring contract if you can get anything at all even if it's cash I think you should uh, you you should you should fully embrace the young guys and these guys and with the injuries uh, that they uh, uh, that they've faced the Rockies like we talked about yesterday don't have much of a choice so 
Uh, Luxay says, I had a bad feeling when Devers came up to the bat, but why put in Johnson? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, well, you, it's it's Bud Black's commitment to his guys. I mean, he he was able to if if he can turn to if he turned to him at one point in the season, he can he turns him again. It's probably also a lefty righty matchup as well. You know, probably better splits, better options. Uh, you know, it's, uh, something like that. But <laughs> Devers is scary for sure, absolutely. Uh, someone that can certainly drive in some runs, but. Hey, uh, the, the Rockies were able to survive and manage, but uh, Pierce Johnson's issues are just are, are glaring and, and unfortunately are continuing to get worse. There, there hasn't been an impressive uh, there hasn't been an impressive Pierce Johnson start uh, or appearance in a little bit. So um, let's wrap things up uh, with a with I know we I showed you the video yesterday, but I, I just kind of wanted to uh, close the show with my thoughts on what's going on in Oakland today. Kind of uh, chime in on that show a little solidarity. I don't have any A's gear, so I figured a, a segment on the show I, I, I can help uh, support and uh, all the cool stuff that's going on there in Oakland. Uh, but before we do, check this out. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, which you can find on your favorite streaming service on YouTube, on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, where your YouTube subscription is a massive help to the show. Uh, and also on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app. Just search Locked On Rockies. You can also get all your play-by-play action. You can just search Colorado Rockies there, and you can be tuned in for first pitch. All right, um, we had Jason Burke send us a nice video yesterday breaking down everything that was going on that's going on in Oakland right now and today. If you missed that, you can check it out on the pod from yesterday. Uh, I don't want to take up the full segment here with the full video because this is cool. This is a this is a statement. I mean, this is a this is a, a direct response to every narrative about Oakland, which is unfortunate because meaning moving to the West Coast I've and, and, and just meaning people, there are Oakland fans and passionate Oakland fans and people that want to care about the team. But when you're not, when, when you don't buy in as an owner, when you fully, when you create your own roadblocks and when you do all of these things to, to do these things and then just kind of, all while trying to manufacture what seems like a, a, a behind mirrors, smoke and mirrors, cloak and dagger move to Vegas to cash out. It, it's just sleazeball. When people get pissed off at ownership and stuff, it, it, it shows that they care. I wouldn't sit here every day and talk about the Rockies and tune into a show, tune into two to who whoever knows how long, especially before the rule changes, hours of my life a day to this team. If I didn't care, but I'm also someone that's you know vocal and upset, and also someone that doesn't go to the ballpark, so I fit into these categories, and and that the Rockies compared to the A's, it is literally night and day. You can be mad about the Rockies and, and things that they've done. Absolutely. But the Rockies went out and landed. They spent money on Chris Bryant. I, I bet you the Rockies spent more money on Chris Bryant's contract than the A's have spent in years. Chris Bryant's contract's probably bigger than the entire... It's probably more than the payroll of the A's. And that's on you, man. I, 
You're going to whine and complain your way to not getting your stadium, not getting things your way, and not doing these things, and you're going to make the product suffer. You're going to impact thousands of careers from execs down to players in the minor leagues just because it really just doesn't seem like the owner of the A's is content with anything but having it his way exactly the way he wants it. And cheap makes him a buck. And that's outdated, antiquated thinking, especially when it comes to sports ownership. But drive down that price, make move to Vegas cheaper. Then we can, who are, how are we supposed to be so certain once the move to Vegas, the, the overall commitment to everything's going to get better just because it's more money there? I don't believe it. Oakland's next to the tech sector. Oakland is in California. Oakland is in a, yes, you have to share it and the Giants are right there, but you can do much more. You've never renovated the, 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 the A's ownership and the people that handle the money should invest more in this team because it's got a great history with a long fan base, a long and a deep tradition and passionate fan base. As much as the Rockies are, are frustrating, the Rockies ain't the A's. And they're far from it. Coors Field is a good place to go experience a ball game. The Rockies do spend money and don't trade away all of their good players at the immediate and uh, 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 you know they com- they as as much as we wanted them to commit more they they do commit to their players and 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 don't <laughs> and sometimes too much as we've seen. But like we said. The Rockies' inaction is on their own. And the Rockies getting better. Give me that. At least the, the A's, they just, its it just seems like the A's owner just says, you know what, if it can't be done, it's ridiculous to just sit there and say, if it can't be done for this price or just by hitting hitting gold on, on the year where all the young guys and the prospects on rookie deals and everything pan out, that's how we're going to do it. Man. That's just, that's lazy. I don't know. Lazy might not be the thing. Just tone deaf. And not to mention, like, losing a team. A team with history. Like, you know, you feel for the people of St. I. The Rockies ain't ever leaving Colorado if they're ever up for sale. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have to deal with it. I I can't even imagine how heartbreaking it would be to be a lifelong Ace fan right now. And that goes for all the other. I mean, it's tough. I know it's a business. Hey, whatever, whatever. But that's my that's that's how I feel about it. You can have your different philosophies and all that stuff, and 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 when you, it's just to me, this whole Oakland A's situation has been mishandled by greed and cheapness when you're playing the ultimate game when you are wealthier than so many more people and then you try to be cheap i'm sorry i've said it before owning a baseball team should not be cheap if you are going to own a baseball team you should be willing to make it the best i you know i i i'm a i'm a salary floor not salary cap guy, personally. 
I think teams should be I, I and for the fans to organize this and to show and demonstrate that they uh, how much they care that speaks volumes. And if you are just so blinded by your greed and blinded by your own self-interest that you negate everything that the A's can mean to an entire community, that's heartless. Because A's media and, and, and things have tried to make the Oakland A's fan the problem. And I can tell you, there are a lot of passionate Oakland A's fans out there. They do exist, and they're going to show up today. And I just wanted to give my shout-outs to them and, uh, and shout-outs to the Oak Together movement because I couldn't imagine feeling how it feels to be an A's fan. Not only being up for sale, but being strung along this entire time with this terrible way to run a baseball team and mindset and philosophy about running a baseball team. So... Uh, tune into the game. I think it'll be cool. I'm gonna check into it too. I'm gonna. I'm, I. I. I really hope. I'm. I'm trying to get track down a cell shirt as well because. Uh, uh, hey, then my. I feel kind of the same way. It's never gonna happen. But hey, uh, folks, that's gonna do it for today's episode of Locked On Rockies. Thank you so much for tuning in. Great live chat today and a big time go Nuggets. Man, so fun, so cool. Denver Nuggets, NBA champions. Woo. Okay. Uh, we are free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. We are your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. We are on Sirius XM and the Sirius XM app. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for checking out the Locked on Rockies YouTube uh, channel and hitting subscribe. That is one of your best and easiest ways to help grow the show. Folks, until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked on Rockies podcast. <laughs>